This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome to the New Year's Eve release where I'm going to be doing a card pulling. I'm going to talk about self-limiting beliefs and the ego and I'm just really excited to have you here today. So if you're catching the replay, I'm really excited for you to watch this and to hear what you get out of it. And if you're here for the live, welcome. So I'm just going to share a little bit about myself. So my name is Kayla, if you haven't met me yet or don't know me yet from the group, and I am a spiritual mindset coach. And in this group, myself and Dana, who is a business and mindset coach, decided to create this community where we want to empower people, and especially women who want to really just level up their life and just experience absolute abundance in their life and also their business. So today what I decided to do was I wanted to host like an end of year release where you just get to really reflect on what 2020 brought you and just let that go so that you can go into the new year with a fresh slate and just feeling really empowered about who you are, what you want and what you're creating for yourself. So what we're going to do first is I would love if you can get the journal prompts from the group that I shared. So it's going to be the NYE, so New Year's Eve release journal prompts. And in this PDF, I have some really good explanations about the ego and self-limiting beliefs. And this is what I'm going to be talking about today. And then what I'm going to be doing is I'm just going to be diving into each of the questions that I have on this PDF. And from there, what you're going what you're going to do is take the time to journal. You will have the time to journal while we're doing this live stream, but what you can do is you can write down and do the work as you, let's say, for example, watch the replay. I'd highly recommend that. And then what we're going to do at the end of that, I'm going to pull some cards for you from one of my favorite decks, it's called The Muse. And it's a tarot card deck and it's very poetic. It's absolutely beautiful, I got it this summer. And so I'm going to pull some cards for you and I'm going to read them for the group. And this is really going to be, the, the inquiry The inquiry is like, what do you need to know to let go of 2020 and move into 2021? And then at the end, I'm going to do a hypnosis for the group. And so I plan on taking the hypnosis out of this recording afterwards and I'll create a podcast episode so that you can listen to it again. So I'm really, really excited to have you here. And I'm just been thinking about doing this live stream all day, which is so cool. I told my boyfriend that I was hosting this card pulling and hypnosis at like 3 p.m. He's like, you're working on New Year's Eve, like you're 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 pulling cards and you're doing this at 3 p.m. I was like, yeah, this is it doesn't feel like work to me. Like I love doing this. So let's take a look at the journal. And I'm just gonna go through it with you and talk a little bit more about self-learning beliefs and the ego. So right now I'm looking at the second page, and we're gonna talk now about ego and self-limiting beliefs because this is literally the essence of what holds on to what you don't want in your life and when we bring awareness to this that's when we get to choose to let things go so that's the entire intention of us doing this event today so self-limiting beliefs are beliefs that limit the self of who we are what we think we can do what we think we're capable of what we think is possible for us And these beliefs are created unconsciously. 
you know, it's, it's never something that intentionally, like, let's say somebody has a really successful business and you're not going to intentionally look at them and say, okay, they have a successful business. I don't get to have a successful business. And I choose to believe that it happens automatically. And the reason why is because they are created from the ego trying to protect you. So there's a fear in having what we want because the fear can be, what if we lose it? What if I fuck this up? What if it, what if I fail? What if I look bad? So this is why we create self-limiting beliefs is to protect us from the possibility of not getting what we want or completely failing with whatever we're up to. So how you detect self-limiting beliefs, since I'm talking about this being a very unconscious experience, is I want you to pick an area of your life and I want you to look at and consider and ask yourself, what are my reoccurring thoughts? What do, you, what do you say to yourself? What do you say to others about, you know, whether you can do it, can't do it, can't have it? How is it going? Like, is it not going so good, right? So just listen to yourself and really just take the time to reflect on, like, what is my freaking conversation about this area of life? And when you get this out, and this is why I am encouraging you to journal, because it's one thing to just think about it, but when you, like, get something out of your mind and you have it on paper, then it's kind of like you physically have something to work with. And that becomes really powerful. So what I want you to do is you're going to pick an area of life and really just catch the, the narration that you have about this area of your life and really pay attention to the negative thoughts. But then you can also acknowledge the positive ones as well. But right now we're targeting specifically the self-limiting beliefs that hold you back. From there, what I want you to consider is, so yeah, what are your reoccurring thoughts, but then also consider the ultimatums that you have in this area of life. So what that means is, are you saying things to yourself like, when I have this, then I can have that, or you just kind of create these little barriers, or these obstacles that you think you need to get through before you can have what it is that you want. Right. So from there, that's really going to just give you the like guts that you need to work with to work through to get what it is that you want. So where do self-learning beliefs come from? They come from the past. They come from our own personal experiences. So really good examples could be someone, you know, in a relationship. But we've all been in relationships, whether it's with an intimate partner, whether it's with friends, family, colleagues. And if we've had a negative experience, then what happens is we get imprinted and we think, okay, I never ever want to live that experience again. And then you you have all these little red flags, right? So if you notice that somebody has similar personality traits to someone else in your life that you didn't have a good relationship with, then barriers are going to come up and it's simply just trying to protect you. So this can come from your own life. It can come from, you know, your upbringing, your parents, your guardians, your family, teachers, schools. You know, if you, if you were a student in school and you weren't good at math like me, so I was not good at math in school. And that's a fact. And the funny thing is that I did so many math classes. I had tutors, I had all of this, and I was just literally being spoon fed the reality that I'm not good at math. And so I never excelled at it because I believed that I was not good at it. And now I love managing money. If you told me this at like 13 years old, I don't think I would have believed you, right? So <clears throat> that is something to really look at. What have you experienced that is creating self-limiting beliefs? What has been opposed onto you to encourage you to create self-limiting beliefs and just the experiences that you've had, right? We're seeing somebody else. Like, let's say somebody is on an airplane and they've experienced turbulence or they had to do an emergency landing and then suddenly that's never happened to you. But then what, what you've done is absorb this fear that they've had. You're like, oh my God, they went through this. I don't want to go through this. And then this fear of flying comes out of nowhere. So it's like unbelievable how our mind is just a sponge and we just absorb the beliefs and the influences from around us without even realizing it. So just really pay attention to that and just question like where where are these beliefs coming from? And when you notice that, like I said earlier, that's when you get the choice to let it go. So the real essence of where self-limiting beliefs from is they come from the ego. And the ego is a part of our mind that is designed to protect us. And 
what I see a lot online with coaching and just personal growth is this concept that the ego is bad. Like, don't listen to the ego. It's just holding you back in life. But the reality is, is that you do need your ego to protect you because the ego does things like not crossing the road when the light is green and there's traffic coming. Or, you know, you, you know that maybe going to meet someone for coffee that you've never met in person before and you met them online and you have a feeling like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. You know, something could happen. There's, there's things like this that the ego protects us from. But the ego's job, and this is such a powerful quote that I found on the internet, the ego's job is to kill everything but itself. And this is really meant to be a figurative statement in the sense that if there's no danger, then that means that you get to live. You're safe, right? So the more the, more the ego flares up and the more that the ego warns you of like what's going on, and protects you, the more the ego is doing its job and guaranteeing that you are going to be safe and live, right? So the trick is understanding and, and acknowledging the ego and its intentions of wanting to protect you so that you can consciously make the decisions to take action, like feel the fear and do it anyway. I know that's a really cliche quote, but it's, it's true, right? So the ego is always going to be there. It's not something that you're going to silence. Like the more that you grow in your life, the more that you expand, whether it's in your business, relationships with money, there's always going to be a new level. So there's another really good quote, new level, new devil, pretty much how it goes. So what the ego does is it creates like worst case scenarios and it imagines you like looking bad or failing. And so that is what creates the self-limiting beliefs. And then that prevents you from taking action, right? So I just want you to consider that acknowledging your ego that, okay, you don't want me to start a business because you don't want me to fail. You know, I acknowledge that it is, it is actually coming from a place of love right and so acknowledging that fear and sending giving love towards it is so much more different than being like f you i'm not doing this you know i'm going to do what i want like ego's bad and so on i just it's part of who you are and we we get to love ourselves whole and complete that's really when you're going to get access to creating what it is that you want so now that I've talked a little bit about the ego and self-limiting beliefs, I'm going to go through the questions that I want you to journal on once you have gone through this event today. So we're going to pick, as I mentioned earlier, you're going to pick an area of life and you're going to use the questions about the ego and self-limiting beliefs and really just like pinpoint and just pluck out of that current reality the opportunities that you get to deal with. And I chose the word opportunities because let's say the more, the more, you know, shit you find in that area of life, the more you get to transform and the bigger the transformation gets to be. And that's a really positive spin on it, right? Rather than thinking, oh my God, I have so much to do with. It's like, oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity for me. So this is, this is the lens that I want you to see this through. So there's a really great quote that I have in here. You begin to fly when you let go self-limiting beliefs and allow your mind and aspirations to rise to greater heights right aspirations to rise to greater heights this is how you begin to fly so this is part of what we're doing today is just really releasing what no longer serves you and just really paying attention and honing in on the ego and self-limiting beliefs in your chosen area of life so what i want you to do you're going to pick an area of life or even a specific goal if you want to or an outcome that you desire that you haven't achieved yet and you're going to journal on, like I mentioned, the reoccurring thoughts, reasons, excuses, things that you say that are not aligned with you getting what it is that you want. So what this means is reoccurring thoughts, the things that you think about it, the reasons you have for not achieving what it is that you want to achieve, like, oh, I don't have the money, I don't have the time, I, I have kids, I don't have you know, the motivation to do it, I don't have the resources. So just look at the reasons. Look at the reasons from a neutral state. So what that means is you are not going to make yourself wrong. You're not going to be like, I'm such a shitty person. I'm not doing what it is I want to do. Like, I don't deserve this. No. Get the reasons out on paper. Get the excuses out on paper. And just look at the opportunities, opportunities that you have to transform. 
then what I want you to do is really isolate the main underlying belief. And what I mean by this is I'm going to give an example of when I started building my coaching business in January 2019. I knew that I wanted to be a coach and start my own business for five years prior to this. And I was holding myself back. I was thinking things like, I'm not ready. I don't have certifications. I don't have a following. I don't have the money. I don't have a business degree. There was just so much that I had on my plate that was just like the biggest fucking barrier for me to start taking action. So if I look at all of those beliefs, the undertone is really this lack of confidence And I think a big one was just self-worth in the sense that I really did have this undertone of I'm not worthy of having a business because I haven't done X, Y, and Z. I haven't proven myself. I haven't succeeded yet. I haven't done enough. And so there's a lot of like, I have to prove myself to be able to start what it is I want to do. And then it's really easy to just justify, like, I'm not ready, I'll do this later, I'm too young, I don't have enough experience, people aren't going to listen to me. It just It's just throwing fuel on the fire, right? So once you write down all of your recurring thoughts, reasons, excuses, just look at the, look at the tonality. Like, what is the theme of that? Because that is 100% your access point. And the funny thing is that it's not like you're going to have to deal with all every single belief that you have or excuse or reason. It's the theme, the undertone. That is literally your access point to completely transform what it is you're working on. The next thing you're going to do, once you get that underlying belief, you're going to go back in time and think of the earliest time in life when you thought this about yourself. So really look at when was this? What was the source of this belief? So I think for me, when it comes to my, you know, back in 2019, I started my business and for five years, I was like, I don't know what the F I'm doing. I'm not worthy of this, essentially, is what I was saying, is growing up, I could see the theme of, you know, having to work really hard in school to get good grades or coming from a separated family and so I had to like behave and excel and be like the good girl you know with my dad and with my mom and there was just there was a lot of proving and then the other thing is I became a very competitive rugby athlete and so then I was playing rugby for 17 years straight from the age of 13 to 30 years old and that entire time like nearly two decades again constantly pushing myself I have to prove myself I have to be the best athlete and all of this there's there's good things that come out of this I'm obviously pushing myself in life but there's this undertone of exhaustion and it's like if I don't do this I'm never going to get what I want and that's literally because that was just my one train of thought so take the reoccurring stuff that's come up for you and just look Look at in your life in the past where this tonality has shown up again and again and again. And that's that's going to give you more and more access points. And once you really, once we, we're going to clear out this theme and this tonality and the hypnosis today. So once we clear this out, then you're really going to be able to create something new. And you're just going to be, it's going to be able to tug the string and just unravel all of these beliefs so that you can stop projecting this into your future. So the other thing, so this is a really cool thing that I want to talk about. The next question is, what is the payoff or benefits of holding on to this belief? So what do you not have to be responsible for? So for me, when I'm talking about my business, the payoff of me not starting when I did, which was in 2014, when I knew that I wanted to start a coaching business, is I didn't have to take action And then, you know, I got to be safe. I didn't have to experience failure. I wasn't, you know, I was, I was not going to look bad because I wasn't putting myself out there. And then the more and more the time went on, it was like, well, you know, maybe it's just not meant to be, it's not going to happen. And so then the real underlying payoff is that I get to be right. I thought I wasn't ready to do this. I wasn't ready to do that. Didn't have the experience, didn't have the money, the resources, didn't have the business degree. I still haven't done it. See, I'm right. So this is, this is like the, this is how we hold ourselves small. And so I want you to look at what is the payoff? 
like there's always going to be what they call a secondary gain where on one hand if i'm like i want this amazing business i want to be self-employed i want to have an uncapped salary and multiple streams of income there's this and then there's the secondary gain which is like the comfort zone so if the secondary gain or the payoff is more enticing than your desire your dream that is what holds us small so over here is my dream business being self-employed over here is you know i I'm not taking action, I'm safe, I'm, you know, I don't have to do anything, I don't have extra responsibility. So that's the contrast. And the question of what do you not have to be responsible for, this is, you know, if I'm not taking action in, you know, back then, when I, if I was not taking action in starting a business, then I don't have to be responsible for the failure, then I don't have to be responsible for, you know, being being vulnerable or feeling like what I'm doing is enough like there's just nothing to grab onto and really own to expand myself right so really look at what you, what you don't have to be responsible for by holding yourself back okay so the next thing we're going to talk about is looking at so and the conversation around what's the payoff and what is the secondary gain that you're holding on to instead of taking action on what it is that you want is looking at what are the consequences of holding on to the beliefs that are holding you back? What's the impact of this? What are you missing out on? So here I am, you know, from 2014 to 2019, not taking action in my business. And the consequences of this is that I'm working jobs that I do not like. I'm in career paths that are not relevant to me. I was a teacher. I didn't love it. I was a personal trainer. It was such a grind. And I was doing things. I was like beating around the bush for four or five years. And I wasn't, the consequences that I didn't get to be fulfilled. I didn't get to be fully self-expressed. I didn't get to share my knowledge and experience of what I've done for my personal growth, turning into a coach. And I didn't, I'm missing out on connecting with people. I'm missing out on the opportunity of learning how to build a business. There's so much that I was missing out on, missing out on making more money, missing out on being self-employed and having the time freedom. Like that's what I'm, that's the consequences is what I'm missing out on. And, you know, the impact is similar in the sense that when I wasn't taking action in my business, I felt small. I didn't feel like I was making an impact with people because I wasn't showing up. And yeah, I just, I just felt small. It felt repetitive. I felt like I was stuck in doing what I was already doing and that I was, that's what I was meant to be doing. I was meant to be teaching. I was living in China. I was not, I didn't enjoy it and it wasn't fulfilling me fully. And same with when I worked in Toronto as a personal trainer, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And so the impact is that it's just being really unfulfilled in life and that like every single fucking person deserves to be fulfilled in life. 100% I believe that. And this is why now, this is why now I show up. This is why I'm doing this live stream with you. This is why I'm talking about dealing with your inner shit so that you can move beyond whatever it is holding you back. So a little bit of a passion rant there. But yeah, just look at the consequences. What is the impact? What are you missing out on? The next thing is you're going to prove these beliefs wrong. And the big one for me, for example, I'm talking about starting a business, running a coaching business, which I'm doing now, is proving it wrong. It's like, okay, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how to build a business. Then it's like, well, look for people who have done it. There's a plethora of people in the world, like tons of women for me to look up to who have started from nothing, who have similar stories and similar experiences, and they started a business and they're thriving and they're helping other women do the same. So that's the thing is looking for the evidence. Like this is what people do when they mess themselves up is they will look at someone else and they will think, oh my God, they have that. Like it's a scarce planet and we don't get to have the same things as other people. And I will acknowledge that there's obviously variables that affect that, like the resources that you have, the backgrounds that you come from, like ethnicity, all of this, like 100% I'm not discrediting that at all. What I'm saying is that 
if someone else can do it and have it, you can too. And that is when you can embody this belief, this is how you become like fucking unstoppable because you just believe it. It's just, it's just, it's in your cells, right? So look for the evidence and prove all the self-limiting beliefs that you have, prove them wrong. Just find the evidence elsewhere, find it from your life, find, find examples of you being resilient in your life, getting what you want, like look at your own life too. And I know that people totally don't acknowledge themselves enough. There is enough evidence in our life that we can say, I'm worthy of this, I can do this. And I heard a really good quote, one of my friends said it to me one day. She said, you have made it through 100% of the bad days already in your life. And if that's not enough evidence to say that like you're resilient as fuck, then I don't know what is because that is true. If you're, if you're here, you're watching this live stream right now, like you know that that's true. So once you've really proven all of that wrong and you've just disintegrated this and you're working on, this is a process. It might take you, you might be able to journal it out in one shot. You might need to do this for weeks, months. It doesn't matter as long as you're doing the work. We're going to replace those beliefs with new beliefs. And I want you to think about what are new thoughts? What are things that you can say, feel, hear about what you actually desire in your life? Right. So when you when you go through those self-learning beliefs and the excuses and the reasons and all that, and you just prove it wrong, you're clearing it, you're neutralizing it, and now you have this new canvas to create what it is that you want. And so with that space, what you're going to do is paint the picture. Like imagine that everything that you're writing down is coming to life. Like leave, like do not leave out any details. Like you write that out. What are you saying to yourself? What are you feeling inside of your body? What are other people saying to you? Really think about using all of the senses that you have. What are you tasting? What foods are you eating? What are you hearing, seeing, feeling? All of that. Really just think about that because it's going to allow you to embody what it is that you actually want. The last part is really about releasing and creating. And just really getting specific. What do you want? And asking yourself, why do you want it? And how do you want to feel? And when you have the why, it's really going to be an opportunity to just anchor into your desire and your intention that you're creating for yourself. The last two things that we're going to talk about are what are you releasing from 2020 and what are you bringing into 2021? And I want this to be a positive thing that you're releasing because the challenging or negative experiences that we have in our life are always going to be lessons and it might be tough because it's like telling us what it is that we don't want but we learn from that we get you know thicker skin from that it keeps our heart soft and we get to just move forward as a more resilient person and the last thing that i want you to think about is who can you embody that will bring you closer to your desires for 2021 and how, really think about like, how do you look? How are you showing up? How are you feeling, thinking? What are you saying to yourself? So some of these questions might seem a little bit repetitive, but it's just really gonna drill this into you so that you can just get super clear on what you're holding on to, what, what you're letting go of, so that you can create something new for yourself. So for those of you who joined the live stream a little bit late, that's totally fine. I'm just going through what journaling that you're going to do if you want to catch the replay. And in this journaling, it's going to allow you to get really clear on what you're letting go of and what you're welcoming in. And so the next part that I'm going to do for this live stream is I have some cards that I'm going to share with you. And then we're going to do the hypnosis. So I don't want you to feel like if you joined late that you're missing out and that you're not gonna be able to get the full effects, especially when I do the hypnosis, it's not true. I'm totally gonna to talk you through in a very deeply relaxed meditative way, how to process and release everything. So, and you're gonna be able to watch this over and over again and I'm gonna share the recording of the hypnosis as well. So before the live stream, what I did was I had a little meditative moment with myself and I pre-pulled the cards from this deck, from the Muse deck. 
And the reason why I did that is just because I knew that I was going to be like really high energy when I was doing the live stream. So I didn't want to take the time to pull the cards. I wanted to pull it in a meditative state so that I could really share from a grounded perspective. So the first card I pulled is called the hanged muse. So this card, these cards are absolutely beautiful, by the way, I'm like completely obsessed with them. So the hanged muse, the keywords of this card, flipping your perspective, seeing things anew, being in flow with the universe, letting go new vantage points leading to new knowledge, empathetic understanding, spiritual lessons. So the questions that I asked when I pulled these cards was what do the people in this webinar, what do they need to know for this year? And that's, these are the answers that you're getting. So I'm going to read this to you. And then there's always a little poem at the end for each card, which I think is absolutely beautiful. So actually, I'm going to just hold up this card for you the whole time. So the hanged muse, she floats up onto the top of the world and hooks her heels around the timeline of her journey. She is long overdue for this pause and things below have been gaining a great deal of out of controlness as of late. With a deep breath, she sinks into a timelessness to enjoy this moment, this gift. She lets go of trying to control it all and allows the truth to flow to the surface of her awareness. Whatever wisdom she will be gifted here today will be implemented later. The hanged muse asks you to take a bird's eye glimpse of your life, reach out over many years, pinpointing the things you cannot change, then let them go. Remember that you see through the lens of your own stories, fashioned only by your perceptions and experiences. When you give yourself the liberty of malleable thinking, you can change your reality with a simple swing on the timeline of life. Perspective, it flips and ego it quits. The reality rips parts and pieces and strips. I surrender and clips, when I let go, it slips. Then a total eclipse. Only love on my lips. Okay, I just need to tell you that I didn't look at these cards when I pulled them. I literally pulled them, tucked them into the book so I could get the descriptions, and I'm like blown away how relevant this is right now. I love this. Okay, next one. So the next card is the Fool. So the Fool, the keywords for this are. A new journey, beginnings, trusting the universe, a time for optimism, not knowing what's coming, naivety, needing to learn new skills, analysis, paralysis, a leap of faith. She hums a tune she used to know, and with bated wishes, she leaps into an abyss of stars and possibility. Thoughts eager, hearts racing, hopes high. A million bits of colored stardust rise up to meet her and she greets myth and opportunity as she tumbles forward. She sees her future here in this beautiful swirl of light and potential. What are you searching for? Asks the muse. Something brave, she whispers. Something new. For the briefest of moments, she feels unprepared, naive, unsure, foolish. She asks herself, are you ready for this? Can you take this journey? And the muse wants her to remember that she is and she can. She wants her to believe in her magic. As she leaps, she leans deeper into trust and begins to hum once more. A song that sounds different this time around. Grander, epic even. The notes vibrate the space around her. And her new path begins to unfold, leaving nothing to do but begin. Fearlessly jump into the sea of the cosmos. The spinning potentials are calling. Maybe a little foolish today, yet better done fool-like than stalling. So good. I love the first card. Literally telling you to let go. The second one is just reaffirming that you can take a leap of faith and to trust yourself and that you can do this. This is so perfect. I'm really excited about these cards right now. Okay, the third one that I pulled is called Page of Inspiration. So Page of Inspiration, a million sparks of ideas, all the enthusiasm at the beginning, brainstorming and planting seeds for new projects and futures, successful starts, the vibrancy of youth, a zest for life, ideation and creativity, exciting possibilities. 
A cloud of ideas balloons overhead, popping with the excitement of what could be. This page of inspiration really can't help herself. She always has a million and one thoughts flowing in succession, and all of them carry sparks of infinite possibility. She laughs at the thought of putting each one of them into action. She will be the first to tell you that she will gift you an inspiration, a thought, a reason, a bright rain at the end of a drought. But it is not her zone of genius to make that ideal a reality. That is your job, my love. Her rainbow hair sways in the wind, and another idea pops effortlessly, this time for someone else. As she drizzles a symphony of solutions, answers, and potentials, she shares them freely. And now it's your turn to root into belief, hope, faith, and take action to make them real. Inside my mind, this cosmic spark and all the lines of light, a code that dives deep in the dark with radiant shards of sight. Beautiful. So this is the last card, Page of Inspirations. I think this is amazing. I'm so excited about these cards that I pulled because they really are painting the picture of what I talked about. You know, letting go, believing, taking action, having inspiration. This is like the perfect thing for you to hear going into 2021. I'm just so excited about that. Okay. So the next part of this event is I'm going to do the hypnosis. So first, before I do this, I want to talk to you about what hypnosis is because there's a lot of beliefs around this. And what I want you to know is that hypnosis is very similar to a guided meditation. And the difference is that hypnosis uses a language of NLP, so neuro-linguistic pro programming. So there's a certain way that I'm going to speak you into a deep state of relaxation that will allow you to open up your subconscious mind for suggestions to really shift your self-limiting beliefs and help you release. So the reason why this works, I'm going to give this metaphor. I want you to imagine someone in your life where you go and you want to ask them for something. And there's a couple ways that you're kind of being strategic about this because you know you're like, okay, if I ask them at this time and they're in this mood and they're relaxed, they're more likely to say yes. But you know that if you ask at the wrong time for something, that it's going to be a hard no. So this is literally how the mind works. There's the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And in between that, there's what we call the critical factor. So what this does is when your conscious mind disagrees with something, it's going to repel it, right? And so with hypnosis, what happens is when I speak you into a very relaxed state, your subconscious mind becomes more open and receptive to suggestions. These suggestions are things that are going to help you let go of self-limiting beliefs and be able to help you reprogram your mind to believe something new, something that's actually aligned with what you want. So this is why hypnosis works, is there's a lot more intention. And so when I guide you through this, I want you to be in a relaxed place. And if you can be sitting up, this is going to take about 15, 20 minutes. So if you can be sitting up, I want you to be awake because it's not uncommon. I've literally talked people into sleep because they get so relaxed. So I want you to make sure that you're sitting up in a relaxed state. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to guide you into this hypnosis. And you're, all you have to do is just allow yourself to relax and you're, you're not going to lose control or anything like that. You're literally just going to be in a very deep meditative state. And you might forget some of the things that I say. You might remember everything. And then from there, I'm going to talk you up and out of that hypnosis. And then we're going to wrap up this event together. So I'm just going to give you a moment to get comfortable. If you want to be sitting up or laying down, I have an induction that I'm going to read you. So what that means, I'm just gonna guide you into a very relaxed state. So what you're going to do now is just allow yourself to get comfortable. Whether you are sitting up or laying down, 
I want you to sit back, relax, and just close your eyes. And just really notice your breathing. Allow yourself to breathe very deeply, deep into your belly. In a very few moments, you're going to be more relaxed than you've ever known yourself to be. I'm going to mention certain parts of your body, and as I do, I want you to just feel that part begin to relax. And just feel that part begin to relax. In order to help you relax, I want you to imagine yourself in a wonderful, beautiful, magical forest. It's almost nighttime and the sky is an indigo blue. Stars are coming out and the moon is lighting up the rich forest trees. Off in the distance, you hear the hypnotic sounds of a bubbling brook. And the crickets seem to be lulling you to sleep. As you lie motionless, you begin noticing a wonderfully white light just above your head. This white light is the most relaxing light you could imagine. And as it begins to lower around the crown of your head, you seem to be touched with a desire and willingness to relax deeper and deeper with every breath you take. Continuing to lower now, it begins to touch the forehead. And as it does, I want you to feel all the little brown lines, all the little white lines in the forehead just seem to disappear. The forehead smooths out, feels so relaxed, and as you feel this relaxing light coming around the eyes, now the eyelids seem to become very, very heavy. So heavy, they don't even seem to want to open. They may flutter a little bit, but that's okay. Just feel how heavy they are. And as the relaxation comes down around the facial muscles now, all the little muscles in the facial area just begin to relax. Relaxation comes further down around the mouth now, and all the hundreds of little muscles around the mouth just start to relax. So much so that the lower jawbone becomes heavy and the teeth part. The mouth may even open up a little bit with relaxation as you continue deeper and deeper relaxed. Feel this relaxation now around the lower jawbone and behind the ears so that all the little movements behind the ears just seem to relax as you continue deeper and deeper and even deeper. The relaxation goes to the back of the neck now, down the shoulders. So much tension seems to go into our shoulders, but now you feel the shoulders just begin to relax. You can even feel them drop a little. The relaxation seems to go to the backbone now, and as it goes down the spinal column, it seems to just go out to the sides so that every muscle every nerve and every fiber in the back just seems to relax. The relaxation seems to come now to the small of the back and around the bottom. This warm sensation of the relaxation comes to the back of the thigh now and into the hollow of the knee, around the calf of the leg, around the heel to the bottom of the foot, and each and every toe 
just relaxes even more and more as you go deeper and deeper and even deeper. Calm, very peaceful, very relaxed. And now, if necessary, allow yourself to shift your body however you need in order to become even more comfortable and even more and more relaxed. We are going to proceed to relax the rest of you now, starting with the throat muscles. Feel the throat muscles just start to relax. The relaxation comes down the fronts of the shoulders, down the upper arms. To each and every finger, just relaxes more and more as you go deeper and deeper. Relax. Just relaxing, doing so very, very well now. Feel the relaxation now coming back to the throat muscles, down into the chest, and all the muscles and organs within the chest now just begin to relax. This relaxation comes down to the stomach area, and all the muscles and organs within the stomach just seem to relax. The warm sensation of relaxation goes down into the thighs, over the knees, down the shin bones, across the instep of the foot, and into the foot itself. And each and every toe just relaxes more and more as you go deeper and deeper, relax deeper, and you continue deeper and even deeper calm, very, very relaxed. So as you're in this magical forest, you see a staircase leading down into a very safe valley of relaxation. And with every step you take, you feel yourself feeling heavier and even more and more relaxed. We're going to go down the stairs now. 10. Maybe just feeling yourself releasing any tension coming in your body. 9. Noticing how easy it is to breathe, to bring the air into your lungs and exhale effortlessly. 8. Feeling even more relaxed now. 7. Breathing, letting go. 6. Going deeper and deeper now. Five. Almost in the valley. Noticing its calmness. Four. Feeling very safe and open and relaxed. Three. Almost there now. Two. Conceive how beautiful and calm this valley is. One. And at the very next number, when I say it, you will become very, very relaxed and in a deep state of hypnosis to allow you to accept suggestions that will help you to improve your life in many ways. Zero. So as you are in this valley now, hear the story of this person going through this beautiful forest and they brought a bag full of heavy rocks that they're carrying. And as they're walking through this beautiful forest, they feel slow. And then they have the idea that it's time to unload the bag. And as they reach into the bag, they notice all these beautiful rocks each having a special memory of their own. Different shades, different colors, different textures. This is the first time they've ever looked into this bag. And the idea comes to them to create a path behind them so that they can feel lighter walking forward through the forest. So as they continue walking, they're dropping the rocks down behind them. And with every clunk 
of a rock that leaves their bag, they notice how much lighter they feel. We start to see the rocks forming this beautiful pathway behind them. Absolutely stunning, just complete glittering of different textures. And though some of these rocks may seem more beautiful than others, together they make the most powerful story that this person has ever seen. So as they unload the rocks, they feel lighter and they begin to notice that it's easier to walk through the forest. They feel lighter. They feel clear-minded. They feel focused. They can feel that they're letting go what they've been holding on to this entire time. And as they're walking and experiencing this newfound freedom, of this beautiful path behind them. The sense of forgiveness overcomes them in an overwhelming way that just allows them to release this tension from their body. Every corner of their cell, every energy center, the heart, the mind, the chest, everywhere in the body is just completely released now from the weight and the heaviness of this bag that they've been carrying their entire life. Imagine they release this heaviness. They see someone in front of them. And who they see now, having released this feeling, this forgiveness, is a younger version of themselves. This younger version is absolutely elated to see them. There is an instant bond and deep sense of love and security and reassurance and absolute unconditional admiration. Your younger self runs to you now. And you hug them and just feel the power of reconnecting with yourself. Having let go of leaving this beautiful path behind you. This has now led you into the next chapter. And as you be present with your younger self, they give you a message Allow yourself to receive this message. Perhaps they give you a gift. Something that you receive in your hands. A visualization in your mind. A message for you to remember going into the new year. This bond that you're creating with your present self and your younger self is absolutely indestructible. This feeling of completion and power in unison, being able to give your younger self the reassurance, the love, the encouragement is mirrored back to you as your younger self acknowledges you for being fearless, for releasing what no longer serves you, allowing you to be in alignment with what you want. Just allow yourself now to embody everything that you have. Embody who it is you want to be completely freely. Feel the pride and reassurance from your younger self, knowing that they are always with you, 
always cheering you on and that you get to walk into your future as your present self embodying who you want to be with the power of your younger self being with you. Just really breathe deeply now. Let this settle in and marinate in your cells. Just feel that release from the past. Just feel yourself as a clear canvas designing the reality that you wish to achieve in the new year. Marinating yourself in the confidence and the power of who you are uniquely in this world. And as you settle into this feeling, feeling transformed, we thank your future self. We thank your younger self and give yourself the utmost gratitude. And as you feel this gratitude, can you look up and see the stairs? And as you see the stairs, you recall this beautiful story. And now we're going to go up these stairs now. And with every number that I count, you're going to come 20% of the way back into the room, fully aware, fully embodying, letting go of what no longer serves you, ready and clear to create what it is that you want. One, starting to notice the surroundings in your room. Two, starting to notice your body, bringing attention back to yourself now. Three, take a big deep breath, start wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes. Four, coming back into full awareness now, present in the room. And five, you are wide awake, eyes open, feeling fully refreshed, fully embodying this new version of you. So just allow yourself a minute to wake up, stretch, just digest. So that is hypnosis. And I love doing this with people so much because it's such a powerful way to reprogram your mind. And I'm going to I'm going to take this out of the recording and I'm going to put it on my podcast and share it with you so that you can do it over and over again. Because every time I do a hypnosis like this, I can never do the same thing twice. It's always going to be unique. It's extremely intuitive download. So with that being said, I want to thank you for watching the live stream. I want to thank you for showing up. If you're watching the replay, super happy that you made the time for this. And I acknowledge you for making yourself a priority. And the last thing, oh, that made me cry. Yes, you know what? If you cried, good. Crying is releasing. Tears are literally energy and motion. So if you're crying, like you are releasing, like energy is moving. Emotions is energy and motion. So this is so good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so I would just want to share with everyone. I wanted to host this because I love doing this kind of stuff so much. Like cards and hypnosis and mindsets, like totally my jam. And I want you to know and that Dana and myself, this is what we want to bring to the group. And we also want you to know that this is what we are bringing into our group coaching program that we are launching in January. So we shared about this in our live stream earlier last week. And if you don't know what this is, it's called CEO Creation, Embodiment, and Overflow. And this is for 
the business owner, entrepreneur that wants to start a business, that has a business, and you want to really bring in what we did today, this mindset, spirituality, and also Dana's going to be bringing in the business strategy, and I'm going to help with the reprogramming of your mind so that you can really take action into what you want to do and create your business. So this is like the deep inner work that we're going to be bringing in into this coaching program. And so I just wanted to do this event to really show you what's possible, what we're bringing forth with our coaching and our businesses. And this work, the, the work that I taught you today with the egos and self-limiting beliefs, like this is the work that I've been doing with myself for the last several years. And this is what allowed me to start my business and have independence and completely shift my life. So we love doing this work with people. And so I just wanted to let you know that this is available and I'm going to share this link for the landing page in the comments. And if you have any questions at all, please don't be shy to post a comment and ask, or if you have any feedback at all, or if you just want to connect with us and have a conversation to learn more, we're here for you. Like this, this content and how we're showing up in this group, like we're so committed to just transforming your fucking life. Like just giving that, being fierce and just doing what, what it is you want to do. So I want to thank you so much for, for those of you that made it. I'm seeing your comments. I love this so much. It, it's amazing that I get to do this and it's a complete privilege. So have an amazing evening the New Year's Eve of 2020, the craziest fucking year of our life. <laughs> and really excited to go into the new year. So let me know, share what you get out of doing the work in the workbook and watch this over and over again. And you will get more and more and more every single time you do this. So I just want to thank you mwah, so much for watching. And I'm going to come back and I'll continue delivering these events, doing this little workshop with you. So enjoy the rest of your night. I love you so much.